Welcome back to Pacific Point of View. I'm Tyler Budge. I'm Hayden Weber. And I'm Colt Amadova. And together we are the Pacific Point of View. And guys, it's another off-season episode. And in the off-season uh, comes some, few and far between, surprises. So, guys, what surprised you from this last week? Hold on. The clip is loading. You surprised? <laughs> surprised, Eddie? <laughs> If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. You know, what's funny is I actually had the uh, the Michael Jordan Wheaties clip pulled up on accident there. So oh. we almost got a Wheaties cameo out of nowhere right, in the offseason. Who's your offseason Wheaties boy of the week? Well, it's not Lincoln Riley. No. Damn. Um, he's in the a news quite a bit this week. He's apparently against the transfer portal. I don't know if you guys saw that. He just hauled in the best portal class in the country. Yep. He assembled kind of like a, a juggernaut at, c- coming off of a 4-8 and eight season in his first year. And this was his exact comment. I have a quote from ESPN. Okay. He said, obviously, the portal has really changed the way that college football operates. I think that at some point we'll have to put in some guardrails, some mm-hmm. ways to ensure when this can happen, when this can't happen, so that players, staffs, all that are, all that are a little bit more on the same page. Right now it's so open-ended that I think it's difficult for players, difficult for coaches, difficult to build rosters. It's apparently difficult to build rosters when you just pulled Travis Dye, Brendan Rice, Caleb Williams, the entire state of Oklahoma, you got a and just took USC from a bottom feeder in the Pac-12 to a fringe playoff team. So a little woe is me there from Lincoln Riley. I don't really understand why. I don't know. I just, I don't get it. Do you yeah. guys, what do you guys think? You know what? I, I actually, my, my surprise was also more Lincoln Riley stuff, but I, it's on the flip side of the coin. And what I'll say is what has Lincoln Riley done wrong? What has he done wrong? He left Oklahoma and it's not like when he left Oklahoma, he was like, you guys have to follow me. And the guys had no choice but to follow him. No, those guys had the opportunity to stay at Oklahoma. They elected to follow their coach that recruited them. To a new school. And I don't understand why nobody's seeing that angle. They're just seeing the angle of like, well, he nabbed those guys. Like, well, maybe they weren't there to play for Oklahoma. Maybe they were there to play for Lincoln Riley. Did you think about that? You're lucky all guys he recruited didn't leave the squad at the same time. So I think this weird hatred people have for Lincoln Riley, when he hasn't done anything illegal, he hasn't crossed the bounds. And now the fact that he's saying they should reinforce rules so it's not as easy, he's just saying, guys, it was too easy this year. Yeah. We should put up some guardrails so I don't do this again. If anything, that should be commended because most people in his situation would be like, I'm just going to continue to abuse the system until it gets fixed. I guess that makes sense. Really, yeah. I <clears throat> I saw those comments and I, I was just really confused why he made those comments. But yeah, I mean, he obviously, like you mentioned, he clarified it a little bit and good on him, I guess. Yeah, Cole, what surprised you? Um, did you guys see the way too early ESPN Top 25? I did not. No. Okay, so they have NC State at number eight. I didn't see Wake Forest in this top 25 at all. I saw USC at 22, 
Clemson's at 11. Just some interesting names here. From a group of five perspective, actually, I see Wake Forest at 14. From a group of five perspective, though, they have Houston at 13. Also, Cincinnati in there. BYU, I know there's going to be in the, big, in the Big 12. But it's just it never happens for you know the same group of five teams to be in the same top 25 the next year. Look at Coastal Carolina. They were a top 25 team two years ago. What happened last year? They ended up losing. It's just not the same. Also, I don't know about NC State. I don't know why they're that high. I know they returned some guys, but that seems a little high for – I mean, they have them like, projected as the best ACC team. Like, are you kidding me? Ahead of Clemson? Is there is their quarterback coming back? Um, I can't remember what his name no. was. Um, I wanted to say – Devin Red- Leary. Yeah, it was yeah. Leary. It was yeah, Leary. he is. So that makes sense. I mean, they had flashes this year. So, I mean, I get it, but I think that's a little ambitious. A little Sound, sounds like somebody's fishing for clicks there. Wasn't Indiana number eight last year? Weren't they, oh. weren't they like mm. number So it's not 10. safe when you're number yep. eight. Yeah. I feel like NC State could be the Indiana of uh, next season. Or Iowa State, even. Iowa State, no, Iowa State was number eight, and Indiana was like top 15. Man, you just Both don't want to be teams. number eight, boys. No. That's true. That's true. It's like the, uh, the curse of being ranked. What Was it number eight? Yeah. When they lost consecutive games last year? Okay, cool. Um, we're going to do some, some quiz stuff today, and actually, I brought, just to keep you guys honest... Whoa, taking out um, a backpack? Where are they? I brought some sticky notes, I think, if I, if they're in here somewhere. Give me, give me a moment to shuffle around. Are they? What's in oh, there, no. Bush? Hold on, let's take everything out it's of your backpack. It's the mystery bag. Oh, here we go. So, I'm giving each of you guys... Do you have a pen handy? Either of you? I have a pen. Okay, I've, I've got sticky notes for each of you guys, and this is to keep you guys honest. So, you have to write... Your answer is on the sticky note as we do this. Uh, can I just write down Dylan Gabriel for Heisman on here already? I mean, you can. You can. It's not really going to affect you. Dylan Gabriel Heisman. What does it take you Are so long to write? Are going on our cold takes board? Uh, no, Since no, he's no, writing down a cold take. No, this oh, one's, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. this one's hot. Actually, Colt, give me that sticky note. Uh, uh, we'll put it on the wall here. Hold on, let me write four Heisman. Okay, there oh, we I'll go. Oh, I write my name on it. Actually, just keep that over there for now. We'll get it later. Cold. Um, but we've got 11 quiz questions um, oh here, and the quiz is being done, not just randomly, it's being done in honor, thank you, Cole, uh, at the end of 21, 2021, it's the end of the decade, and some people might say, oh, wasn't that last year, 2020? No. They, you know, time started in year one, didn't start in year zero, okay? So the first decade would have been year 11 after year one was completed. So this was, this was a decade that just, Cole, don't think too hard. Wait, what hurt, about month one? You'll hurt your brain. What do you mean month one? Doesn't time start with like the first day, which then leads to the first month? Yeah. And to get first... to a year, you need. Yeah, but they didn't start keeping track. They weren't like, oh, it's year zero. Oh. You know. And one month. But you know, just for the sake of this, it's the decade quiz. All right. Well, ten years. Last ten years. All right. First question. I'm gonna throw a softball at you, and don't say anything. Uh, write it down on your your paper. Okay. Who won the second most championships this decade? We all know who won the first. Most. Don't say anything. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Okay. You can you can say your rationale. What's the question? Uh, who who won the second most championships this decade? Should we write it down and then when you clear us to say it, we say it at the same this time? Decade? Or yeah, yeah. Since when? When does the decade start? 2011. Who oh. had, who won the second most championships? Okay. Behind Alabama, who won, I believe, five. Okay. Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Ohio State. I have Clemson. The answer is Clemson, who won two national titles. Yes, Unfortunately, Ohio State only had the Ezekiel Elliott That's year. Right. That was worth one point. So, uh, Colt, give yourself one point. Let's go. All right. Um, question number two. We're going to get three out of the way here, and then we'll okay. get into the big picture. This is so fun. Uh, question number two. Um, what three teams 
had the longest active streaks in the AP Top 25 currently from this decade. So this one's not even necessarily a dec decade. This is the three longest active AP Top 25 streaks. Like that they haven't fallen out of the they AP? Have not, they have not fallen out. They have been in the top 25. What, three teams? What, three teams? And each team is one point. Okay. So if you get a team, if you miss one, though, it's minus 20. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, lots of writing, t intense writing going on over here. Okay. I'm confident with my... In the decade? No, it's... Just, just active just streaks right now. Active streaks. Consecutively. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, I guess... To prevent chaos, uh, should I count it down for you guys right here, now? Or? Here, here. Yeah, yeah, hang on first. Start? Okay. I've got Bama, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Bama, uh, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Okay, cool. I've got the same three. Really? Yes. You guys are both right with Alabama. Yeah. The other two are Georgia and Notre Dame. Georgia. Georgia and Notre Dame. Huh. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I don't know when. Notre Dame? Notre Dame had a bad year a couple years ago. Didn't they, they go were like still five ranked? and seven one Notre year? Dame, 78 straight weeks. And I, I think Oklahoma dropped out at one point this year out of the AP poll. Oh. At a certain point this season. And then, uh, honestly, Ohio State, I, I can't quite remember where that may have happened. So, do I get points for that? What was that? Yeah, you guys yeah, both we, get one point get for point. Ohio State. Okay. So, you guys, so it's two, two to one. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Not, not You guys missed the other two. Uh, and then number three. This is the third question of this first round of questions. There were 10 Heisman winners, right, over the last decade. Let's go. What first initial won the first, the, the most amount of Heismans this year? So first initial. Wait, of what? the last 10 Heismans? Of the last 10 Heismans, the first initial of their name, A, B, C, whatever it was, whatever the letter was, what is the initial that won the most Heismans? Meaning... Oh, I... Yeah, yeah, I, you get it I now. Know, Col the, so you get one point if you get the guy who's, or the name that's at the top. And then I, there's two others that are tied for second. You'll get a half a point if you if you guess one of those letters. So really, you're just writing down a letter. Okay. But I mean, you can use whatever you know other rationale you need um, to figure it out. You got to dig deep, dig deep in the memory banks. You guys can play back at home. Just keep yourself honest. Um, Colt's really stressing his brain over wow, there. Wow, this, this is actually it. insane. Like. A little hard to think about. It is. I I honestly think you guys will both get this one. I think you. Will. No, because there's something that's hindering when you say Heisman in the past ten years. There's something hindering. Yeah, because there's a name that I think of, and his name is Marcus Mariota. Ah, see. And so that's all I'm thinking of. It's all cold. All right, Hayden, you got yours. Uh, I'm giving yeah. you guys uh, another ten I got seconds. I, I, I got mine. I've only got one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh. Yeah, but so, these are a bunch of different so first names. Both right. of you need an initial? I've got a letter. Okay. You guys ready? Got my letter. Here we go. Three, two, one. D. M. All right. D was tied for second place oh. with two players had D. Devontae and Derek. Devontae and Derek. There we go. Well, M. That's a half a point for you, Hayden. So you stand at 1.5 now. M, Colt, is only Marcus Mariota. There was no what? other player that Come started. on, man. The correct letter was J. Jalen, Joe Burrow, Joe. and then oh, can you name the other two? Um, not Jalen Hurts. The other so two, Joe Johnny Burrow, Manziel, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel, and another guy with with attitude problems. Jameis, Jameis Winston. 
There it is. I couldn't get Jaquiz Rogers out of my head. And that's not this decade, and he never won a Heisman. That's true, but Jaquiz Rogers was a beast, like, so I respect like, it. Jobbert Griffin the third. But yeah, Johnny Manziel, Jameis Winston, Jua, Joe Burrow. <laughs> hey now. Um, so, so the standings: Hayden with one and a half, Colt with two. We will resume this game after the big picture. This so, is awesome, guys. Thanks it, for doing this. It's it's Super Bowl week, guys. Let's go. It is Super Bowl week. All right, who? wins the Super Bowl and why do they win I got the Rams it sucks I hate the Rams I I don't ever root for LA teams unless it's the Angels because they're not really an LA team just too much firepower Eli Apple is one of the best corners right now he's gonna be on what Cooper? Eli Apple <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be on what Cooper Cup yeah and then if you cover Cooper Cup you got OBJ and Van Jefferson to deal with I do think both quarterbacks are going to play really well. It's both of their first Super Bowls. Matty Stafford, Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty, baby. They were drafted 11 years apart, and they're both in their first Super Bowl. I just think that's crazy. That is pretty wild. Um, yeah, I, I just I got the Rams. I don't know. Man, you look at the Rams defense. You've got Von Miller. You've got Aaron Donald. Those are going to be those guys are going to be attacking Joe Shiesty all night. But it's Joe Shiesty, <laughs> okay? Like every time I think he's going to lose a game. They end up winning, and so he's got the clutch gene. I've got clutch gene winning it all. Go Joe Burrow. Yeah, um, so everything points to the Rams winning this game, literally everything. As Colt mentioned, the defensive line. As you mentioned, the wide receiver to defensive back mismatches. The spread. Everything. But the way that Bengals defense played in that in that AFC championship game was a thing of beauty, and the way they shut down the Titans was a thing of beauty. And if the Cincinnati Bengals win this game – and Joe Burrow leads them to a Super Bowl, it will offset the domino effect that was started in 20, what was it, 2016 in a Cincinnati Zoo when Harambe was shot and killed oh in cold blood. And I think that's poetic. And I think that there's no other way for it to go down other than Joe Shiesty taking the Bengals to the promised land and winning a Super Bowl. Our listeners are like, where did he just pull that out of? We just talked about Harambe on... Ad- admittedly, I did steal the Harambe bit from a TikTok, but... Pacific POV. Who, who wins Super Bowl MVP? That's the next question. Pacific point of Harambe. Um, um, I'll go with Stafford. Stafford. I, mean, I want to say Shiesty, so I'm going to go Shiesty. It's okay. going to say Shiesty. I'll say, uh, what, was, what was the guy that said they were doing it for Harambe? Do you guys see He's that? He's like some defensive lineman. Sam Hubbard. Sam, Sam- is that how his name's pronounced? Yeah, Sam Hubbard is the guy who said we're doing it for Harambe. So I think he wins MVP. There's just no other way to cut it, to be perfectly frank. Um, but something happened before the Super Bowl, guys, and it happened this last weekend. Uh, the Pro Bowl. Oh my you guys wow. have a chance to tune in to the Pro Bowl? Fortunately, no. I haven't watched since they left Hawaii, to be honest with you. Your boycott? boycott. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm protesting that, man. Yeah, I, had, uh, I unfortunately stumbled across it for three minutes and uh, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life it was it was awful there was a lot of interns with uh with headaches that day trying to scramble to find footage for like Instagram and and TikTok because there is just nothing I know the Cardinals Instagram they were kind of hyping up Kyler Murray they're like oh look at Murray magic in the pocket he's running around like people are just walking yes in the backfield and then he and he you know gets a touch I think he got two touchdown passes he also threw a pick though he did And deleted his Instagram, or everything really? from the Cardinals. He deleted all his Cardinals content off Instagram. Yeah. Wow. Now, I just think he, you know, sometimes people like to purge their feeds. 
Yeah. And now people are making a big deal about it because they're like, oh, he unfollowed the Cardinals. He never followed them in the first they're place. They're saying he might, like, try to leverage his contract or something. Nah. They're trying to interpret that. Nah. But, like, I watched the Pro Bowl highlights that's on YouTube. A sign, that's a sign that Kyler Murray's good. Because, you know, it doesn't happen to you until you're good. They start spreading True. Yep. So. I watched the Pro Bowl highlights on YouTube. Like, Steve Levy and the broadcast crew had a really hard time, like, doing play-by-play of that game. Yeah. Because when the guys are just running and no one's making plays, you're like, and he's going, and he's going to get tackled. Oh, no, he's not going to get tackled. Touchdown. I don't know. Yeah. That, that play where Mac Jones just kind of, like, walked into the end zone. But then they blew it dead because a guy, like, touched him. It, it was And then he did the gritty. gritty, gritty in he the did the gritty zone. just to make it more cursed. Now yeah. nobody likes him. Why would him. he do the gritty? He went to Alabama. That's true. You know, that's weird. That yeah. is actually very true. Did they? Did he? Okay. Did he win the title? He. he yeah, did. He, yeah, he won, it, he won, won it. the last one. Undefeated. Oh, he won it the year after Joe Joe. Burr's he won season. with Devonte. Yeah, that yeah. was the Devonte. Tua also won with Devonte. Hot take: Mac Jones carried Devonte Adams. <laughs> All right, um, or Devonte Smith. Yeah, there we go. Smith, thanks, yeah. th- thanks for saving me there. Um, Devontae Adams. All right, so so here begs the question. Forget about the Pro Bowl. Let's go back to the Super Bowl. What? We've got, <laughs> we've got I mean, unless you got more to say. No, I'm Cole. rooting for AFC, man. That's my favorite, favorite Did they Super win? Bowl. Did they end up winning? I don't know much. Yeah, okay. Well, if you're rooting for them, you Did you know. watch the skills challenge? No, actually, admittedly, did it not. It is so trash, bro. It's bad? Yes. The skills I mean, challenge? It's just kind of that? lame. It's just like, okay. Hot take. Hot take. They just need to make it a Madden tournament next year. I agree. The just Madden make it was so Madden fun tournament. to watch. It was so fun to watch. I think uh, either that. I think yeah, it would be way more fun to watch like a pickup basketball game or just anything between the else. NFL players. Yes. yes, and it would be like a better way to like get to know the players more. There's more charisma coming to the surface. Like make so it much the Olympics more. where they play like frisbee golf and stuff like that. Have, just turn it to <laughs> UFC fighting. Like just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Aaron Donald versus Miles Garrett. Who you got? Ooh, wow. In can, a fight? Yeah. Can Miles Garrett use his helmet? I got Miles, Miles Garrett. Miles Miles is big, long. Aaron's like kind of, you know, huh? more compact. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I although, how, uh, you know, I think I think Taylor Swift is taller than Aaron Donald. I'm not even kidding. Hold on. And like, look up Aaron Donald's height. Okay, you got. Look, Swift. I got Taylor Swift. I'm nerding out way too much on this, but oh wait, never like, mind. Although Aaron Donald would oh, wait, be hard wait, wait, to wait. submit. Aaron Donald's height is 6'1". He's got a big It was neck. Ryan Reynolds. It was Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is taller than Aaron Donald. Ryan Reynolds is 6'2". Isn't that wild? That's weird. Wow. Isn't that weird to think about? I think Miles Garrett wins the fight between Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett. All right. I mean, that's fair. He's got the height advantage. By way of knockout. It, that, oh, that, really? that fight's ending in a knockout. A helmet knockout. Okay, but now they're doing it, and Aaron Donald has brass knuckles, but Miles Garrett gets a helmet. I Aaron still Donald. think uh, Miles Garrett. Nah. I mean, fair enough. I mean, this you, isn't... You, you gotta rewatch that clip, man. <laughs> All right, fact or fiction? Not fa- fact or fiction? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, we're, we're 20 minutes into the show. <laughs> next, next up is uh, what? What was more exciting, or what is more exciting, the Super Bowl or the College Football Playoff? Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Okay. College Pleasure. football is more exciting than the NFL. But the Super Bowl is better than the playoffs. The playoffs sucks every year since like 2014. It's terrible. You know, I figured that would be the response. And that sucks because 2014 playoffs were actually really cool. I mean, there was a couple blowouts, but yeah. I mean, the Pac-12 was in there. 
It was like Florida State, Oregon, Battle of Bama. Two Heisman I do Trophy remember winners. Even though the Florida State Oregon game ended in a blowout, the energy in that game was oh, so crazy. fun. That like, was a fun game. TCU was in the mix. Yeah. Mississippi State when they had Dak. And even crazy. that Ohio State game versus Bama, that was a, that was one of the best playoff games ever. Because I think Ohio yeah. State was literally down early, like twenty to like six, something to where you were like, mm-hmm. "There's no way they get out of this." Mm-hmm. And then, I think uh, pick six from was it one of the Bosa brothers? Was it? Or, no, it was a different no, big that, old that lineman. Was before them. Yeah, that was before them. I guess that was the Cardell Jones squad that ran through there. Um, we should almost rank all the playoff games, like one of these shows. No, I agree. I, Hayden was was talking about that in the uh, in the old GC talking about. Doing some, doing some, <laughs> the GC. I don't know, man. I was going to say group chat, but then that felt too cheesy. I thought it was Pacific Direct Message of View. That's true, actually. That is correct. That is what we call it. Uh, f- next up, I keep wanting to say fact or fiction. Fact I do not fiction. know why. It's because the way I've got this laid out is similar to fact or fiction. But uh, should college football hmm? adopt a Manning cast type show? And if they do, should it be the Manning brothers still or... Should it be a different host? And if so, who? See, I have to think about this because they should have done it for the Ole Miss Tennessee game this year. No, I agree. they both went to those. You know, they went to those yeah. schools. I don't know. There's just something special about them doing it for the NFL. I think it would be hard to replicate replicate in college. I obviously, th- there's no way they would do both. I mean, that's a huge commitment. I don't know. Does college football have like a crazy personality that's not already like a panelist somewhere? You know, who who's the personality? Ryan Bosworth. Okay. Um. Hold on. Give us a second. Brian Bosworth is okay. one of them. What's going on outside, you guys? <laughs> I don't know. Are we being hacked? Okay. Uh, okay. We're, we're still going. We're still going. Uh, Brian Bosworth would be one example. Another example would be, think of like a crazy quarterback that we've gone through uh, before. Let's see. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, I guess Johnny Manziel. Ryan Leaf. like Frank Darby, but who would, who would he call it with? You guys uh, remember Frank Darby? Uh, I do remember Frank Darby, yes. Yeah. Frank Darby was, was quite a, quite a legend. quite the character. All right. We let, we let uh, Peyton get his stuff. He was, he was shuffling through. Anyways, let's just go to the next one. Um, <laughs> we didn't know what so was happening. I got to throw up my mojo there. No, 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 we know what we're talking about. We thought we were scared. getting mugged, but we're good now. We're alive. Getting mugged. Um, We've had so many like experiences. Whether it's getting hey, the door banged on by the North Dakota weatherman, or <laughs> you know, that's just the Bill Austin radio station for you. You know, anything can happen. Uh-huh. So the cleaning lady shows up. I couldn't tell what he was doing, but he was just doing this, like, "Oh, keep going." So oh. it was it was tough that we were already off. Anyways, uh, okay. I guess we already touched on Lincoln Riley. That would have been the next point of discussion. Colt, you didn't really get your two cents in on Lincoln Riley. Do you have anything, any thoughts? No, I don't have anything on that. But what were we talking about right before this? I, I thought we're it was the Manning. <laughs> Who knows the Manning? <laughs> oh no, the Manning. No, wait. Actually, I do want to say something. Okay, this. okay. Like in the NFL, right? They have primetime games, so they have a day like Monday Night Football. There's one game. In college football, you don't really have that primetime one game a day type thing. Yeah. And so that I think would take up a channel. That could have been showing a different game if you had a Manning cast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't even know. I think college football should explore that though, having like a Monday Night Football college football game every week. Like, like, that would be so what, sick. What about Gronk and Brady? Even though they weren't really big college stars ah, per se, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, 
I think Gronk would be a very welcome, chaotic presence, as long as they didn't, you know, teach him like they did on those, um, what was it, USAA commercials yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, where they, uh, yeah that wasn't they good. They try to, like, make him as fratty as possible, but then he just comes across as cringe. Just like Gronk. Gronky would be good. <sighs> yeah, Gronky. Anyways, uh, the Lincoln-Riley talk, yeah, we've already, you know, beaten, uh. beaten that dead horse. Um, Ohio State. I sent you guys the image for reference. Oh, let's go. Um, but the Ohio State Buckeyes, they did a fun thing where the uh, promotion was they were redesigning their field. And they allowed fans to submit field designs. And they claim that their new field design would be inspired by one of the or some of the submissions. Um, spoiler alert, the new field has been painted. Um, and basically what they changed is... Uh, basically nothing. Like the the little X on the field is now a little football instead. Okay. You know, like the little X at the thirty five yard line. And I think they have a gray outline on the field instead of white. And do you they, have the pictures? They have stripes in the end zones. Um, of the of the actual thing. Yeah, let me let me look it up. Ohio State new turf. Who's gonna take over for Brian Johnson next year though? I don't know. I'll probably do at a story ASU. on that for Crunkhead News at but the important, the important question, PBS. guys. This is it right here. This one. That's just, what they settled on. Yep. The, the, what but was the, it before? Yeah. The important question is the, it just the sideline used to be what, thick white instead of that, and they used to have not a football but an X mark on the thirty-five. So my question is, of those alternatives in this image, which one would you pick? It's tough to explain to our uh, audio. <laughs> so some of the examples include you've got one with Brutus the Buckeye throwing waving a flag around. I in really like that, that thing. Yeah, I'm uh, also a little impartial to ones that have like the state outline. I, I just think that's a cool look. Yeah. I mean, it can look a little busy, but either one with just the O and like a cool end zone, or some I do like these, the Buckeye though, look. Some of these are egregious. Like there's the, the, the scarlet and gray one. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome, just for one game. Like might the as well. one that says "Our Honor, Defend in the End Zone," slot, hang on, Sloopy. Like, are they gonna put Sloopy <laughs> in the end zone? Come on, bro. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. I I think they should keep all of them. Guys, Sean White did not medal in what he says is his final Olympics. Are you serious? That, that that's sad. Sucks. Spoiler that sad. alert. Yeah, thanks, Colt. <laughs> uh, that is a huge spoiler, actually. I was planning on watching that. I had that on DVR. <laughs> uh, speaking of having that on DVR, Brian Harson's on vacation. Dude. So he's probably not watching a ton of his shows right now. He has to, you know. Where's he on vacation? DVR. He's in Mexico. Oh! Um, and so while he's in Mexico, his football program is crumbling. Is in shambles. So thoughts on the Brian Harson saga? I think he may be in Mexico with uh, Todd Graham. They might be enjoying ruining programs. Yeah. I mean, Hayden, I know you're basically an Auburn fan, super fan yeah. out here. Yeah, definitely not a super fan, but I do uh, have gained some insight into the program. Whoa. But Some insight, you say? Yeah. Who's starting from the, quarterback? From the fan okay. perspective. <laughs> um, no, that's just, I don't know if he's going to make it, guys. I don't, I don't. What do you guys think? I mean, from vacation? I, I think <laughs> I, I understand why Cancun he's is dangerous. No, I understand why he's not leaving Mexico. Like he this is his only time to vacation in the whole year, right? And all of a sudden you've got these guys like, "You're a horrible coach. Get down here so we can figure this out." I'd be like, "Hell no." 
I'm sipping pina coladas at the beach, you know, like I, I do not care. I'm in Mexico. I would not go either. I'd, I'd be like, you guys, we can figure this out when I get back, but I'm on vacation. So I understand. And people are saying it's a bad look. I don't think it's a bad look. You don't like get, wake someone up in the middle of their vacation and tell them they got to get back to <laughs> Auburn. Ew. You know, maybe he's not even seeing it. His notifications, his emails, they're probably <laughs> all off and he's maybe. just chilling. That could be. I don't know if they made contact with him. I just know that he's in Mexico and he won't come back. Well, in fact, maybe he just builds a new life in Mexico. Maybe he's coaching a team over there. Yeah. He is? Who knows? Oh, you said maybe. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe he's re- or he's recruiting in Mexico. Could be great talent he, he down there. He falls in the greatest Mexican recruiting class of all time. Never know. He's got like Rodrigo Sanchez just leading them to victory. That'd be insane. Or maybe there's an actual like great football recruit that's on vacation in Mexico right now, and he's actually meeting he's up with him. He's playing forty chess. Right yes. Now. You know, have you guys ever wondered if there's like, you know, I always I always think baseball terms like Mike Trout, who's like largely accepted as the greatest baseball player right now. Yeah. Do you think there's someone somewhere on the planet that is not playing organized baseball that could potentially be better than like a Mike Trout? I always think about that kind of stuff. You know, like. Somewhere in I mean, I, I think Latvia where they don't play baseball or yeah, something. I think you know? there's probably someone with potential, but without the training and, and coaching at their you know disposal, there's probably been plenty of guys that have had the potential to be the greatest ever. They just never give it. <laughs> what is happening in here? What the heck was that? All right, guys. Uh, we are being haunted by the Bill Austin Hypothetically ghost. speaking, poster goes down. Yeah, one of the posters on our wall just fell over, so we're completely chaotic here. I don't know what's going Like, what, what is happening It's today? the Bonanza. How long has that Bing Bong sign been up? Is that the one from that Sparky held up? No. Huh. Anyways, uh, let's, do, let's do questions four through six of All the right, quiz. Let's go. Let's go. Wait, right. hold on. Speaking of Sparky, I was at the ASU U of A game the other day, and I was on the court, and I was, like, filming. Okay. But I was right near Sparky, and then I, you know, Sparky kind of has a job to do, but I heard him talking to another no. guy. No. I heard Sparky's no, voice. No, you ruined the magic, bro. You're not supposed to. No. You're not supposed to hear Sparky talk. I know. Next thing you're going to see him without his mask on, and then that's just going to kill the whole vibe. It's kind of sound like Tyler's voice, to be honest. No, Anything no, you need no. to tell us? You know, it is a little sus. I did see there was a job opening on the, the student mm. um, portal for Sparky. $17 an hour. So he's not real? Wait, he knows the rates. Yeah, it's, no, him. it's, it's $17 an hour. <laughs> Hold up. They prefer you to be under 5'11", I think. No, okay. over? No, under. Needs a mustache. And then, not needs a mustache, that was not a requirement, but they prefer you to be a freshman or sophomore, so you're there for like three years. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So, right on cue, as the poster falls, Peyton pays us another visit, so, you know, we're just getting constant visitors today. But let, let's get through questions four through six. Let's of do quiz. it. Uh, we got Colt with a slight lead right now, two to one and a half. Get your sticky notes ready, guys. First question, <laughs> or I guess number four. Uh, which conference won the most Rose Bowls in this decade? You know, I'm upping the difficulty on you guys a little bit just because there's no multiple choice anymore. You just got to know it. You just got to trust your gut and you got to know it. Which conference won the most Rose Bowls this decade? Are you ready? Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Pac-12. Big Ten. And the answer is Big no, I'm kidding. The Big Pac-12. Whoa! <laughs> Are you serious? Six conference Rose Bowl championships in this decade. Oregon won three, Stanford won two, and USC won one under Clay Helton, surprisingly. Why did I think I had that? 
Hayden? I wrote down the Big Ten, but I said the Pac-12. Really? Whoa! Yep. whoa. Wow! Wow! That's a, that's actually controversial. No, I wrote it down, and I'm thinking. I forgot about Oregon all those years that they went. Yeah. And won. Yeah. And I forgot about USC because I, I, I was thinking, yeah, I remember Stanford beat Iowa that one year. and But I was like, well, Ohio State was off in the playoffs a lot. You yeah. Know? So you, I know, you know, uh, I, I can't even think off the top know, of my yeah, head. Yeah, you're right. I Weirdly forgot. enough, the SEC won as many Rose Bowls in this decade as the Big Ten did. That is. Georgia wild. and Alabama each won a Rose Bowl this decade. Think about that for a second. Anyways, but yeah, the I think the playoff probably played a little bit of a factor yes. in that, but yes. Pac-12 wins the most. So Hayden has taken the lead two and a half to two. Colt, go ahead and cry a little. Mickey it's Mouse okay. Half, uh, uh, number five. Damn, which go ahead and team... cry a little. Man, that is brutal. <laughs> which team had the most passing yard champions in this decade? Which team? Which team? Which team had the most guys lead the nation in passing yards? Any team in the FBS. Any team. Who had the most... Passing yard titles. UH. Not. <laughs> um, this one, this one's a sneaker. One for worth one point. A sneaker. I'm excited. A shoe. To see what goes down in the answers um, here. You guys are either gonna really impress me or disappoint me. I'm done. I got mine. Okay, Colt, come on. You're you're slowing down over uh, there. I need. I don't know how to spell the state with. Okay. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Western Kentucky. Tennessee. And Colts, you're wrong again. Hayden gets it right. Let's go. Hayden, can you name? Wow. Can you name the two quarterbacks that combined for three passing yard titles? Bailey Zappi. Okay. Mike White. Not Mike White, oh. but Brandon Dowdy was his name. Okay. He won two, two passing yard titles. I know they've always got. Time. They've always got dudes at quarterback. Yeah. And they're always underrated. So there it is. Hayden takes a decisive three and a half to two lead. Damn, Colt man. is in shambles over there. Here we go. Question number six. We've got 11 of them. Um, <laughs> remember, who had the most total passing yards in the last decade? So it's one player. One player who had the most total all together, all combined passing yards. Wait, so I'm naming a player? Yep. I have the first ranked guy listed. And if you get his name right, there's a spoiler. It's a he. It's not Sarah Fuller. <laughs> um, you get one point. Uh, but if you guess two, three, or four, oh it's gosh. a half a point. So if you if you guess and it's it's the second, third, or fourth guy, you get a half a point. Okay. Who had the most total passing? The, the total yards is 14,607. I got mine. Okay. On the count of three, three, two, one. Burrow? Shiesty. It was not Joe Burrow. Joe wow. Burrow, as you can remember, had a slower start to his career. This one surprised me. It was Baker Mayfield. No kidding. No way. Baker Mayfield had the most passing yards this decade. The walk-on. If either of you can name the second, third, or fourth place guys, you can get a half point. Trevor Lawrence. Mahomes. No. And it's this one is pretty obscure. It was a hard one. Luke Falk from Washington Wazoo. State. What? Oh, I forgot Luke about Falk. all those guys. Halliday in there, maybe? Not Halliday. Oh. Mason Rudolph for Oklahoma State. And then... Sean Heismanian wow. from Oregon State was fourth wow. in the decade. God. Mason Rudolph, the victim of the Miles Carrot helmet. Yes, swing. the victim. That's that is correct. So he was there a long time. So three and a half to two is the standings after after six questions. Let's get to some of these Pac-12 stories. Um, so UCLA was at 67 percent stadium capacity this last season. USC was at 87 percent, which doesn't sound terrible. Yeah. But they're down 13,000 from that average. 
this year. That was so that both of those those attendance averages were their five year average. And now they're both down even further from that. So the average is being dragged down further. The question is, can these L.A. schools revive their stadiums this year or in the next few years? How long is, do you think it's going to take? I don't know. I've seen the Rose Bowl full. I've been there once when it's been completely almost sold out. And it's it just takes a couple years for UCLA. A couple years of sustained success. You know, the same with any program. You yeah. know, year one, they might be a little gun shy, but if they're winning, they'll, the fans will show up. USC, that, it's just a massive stadium. The Coliseum. It's so big. The, the Coliseum yeah. got filled for a NASCAR uh, event that yeah. happened this weekend. And that's Filled NASCAR, and those those things sell like crazy. Mm-hmm. They they see like the main NASCAR places. They see like a hundred and twenty plus thousand. Yep. So USC, I don't know, just because the the sheer numbers of that stadium. It's I mean I don't know exactly how many it yeah. seats anymore, but both their stadiums are so massive that they have those percentages, that low percentages, and yet they were both in the top twenty as far as total attendance because they're still. Just as many fans, but the yeah. percentages are lower than any other team at the yeah, top there. I, just with the Rams now, I'm going to say no for USC. Even though I think USC's immediate future is a lot brighter than UCLA, yeah. USC is much more in the heart of like you know downtown LA. So I don't know if they'll show up, especially because the area is not nearly as nice as Pasadena. Pasadena is really nice. USC, where they're at, not as nice. So. I'm going to say no for both as well. I, I think it's a national trend that you know attendance is declining, but also... Like, USC and UCLA, their students aren't on campus, so it's not... They're still going to have to commute. That's still going to be an issue no matter if they're winning or not. And so, I don't know. It's kind of tough to predict right now. All right. Uh, next one, we're going we're gonna to exercise our brains here a little. Uh, what, some, what was all some, of this? This is not exercising? <laughs> Wait, this is, you this were is, taking each... You were writing one for each Cult thing? Wasting I'm wasting sticky notes every day. In Hawaii, they're... they're they it's unlimited, their... bro. We grow this out of yeah, the ground. Yeah, they grow the sticky notes out of the ground. Um, what what was I going to say here? Yes, uh, it's a bit of a hypothetical. We're going to exercise our brains in a different manner than uh-huh. we have. Um, so Kyle Whittingham, right? They just won the Pac-12 this season. Okay. Kyle Whittingham has had a pretty good career. Although I Ooh. looked back and I was trying to compare. Who, who can I compare Kyle Whittingham to in the Pac-12? This was his best season in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. And I look at a guy like Kyle Whittingham... Versus a guy like David Shaw. David Shaw won two Rose Bowls. But now he's kind of on the downward trend. And, and you don't know, is it Stanford? Has he lost his touch? You don't really know. But if you had to start a program and you had the option of Kyle Whittingham, a guy who just broke through, won the Pac-12 this year, but hasn't won the Pac-12 a ton, has proven success in the postseason, versus David Shaw, a guy who's won the Rose Bowl twice has been in control of the Pac-12, but is starting to have a down year. Who do you take out of those two? I'm taking Shaw. I think Shaw has a harder time because he has to recruit for Stanford. That's already a project in terms of academic rate. You can't just recruit just any old kid. It has to be a smart kid that also can play football. Also, he's coached a lot of great players in the past. So he, he had, what, Andrew Luck? Kevin Hogan. Kevin Hogan. Great names. With Whittingham, I think Utah kind of recruits itself a little bit. That program over there, as you can see with BYU, just you know, a lot of Polynesian players there. The culture there is strong. I think whoever goes to Utah, 
you know, they'll probably have a decent squad every year. Not to take anything away from Whittingham, but I think Shaw has done an impressive job uh, with Stanford. All right, Hayden, Shaw or Whittingham? I agree with you, but I also disagree with the reasons. I'm taking David Shaw not to, you know, because of his age. If I'm taking him right now, I'm taking David Shaw. He's 49, Whittingham 62. So if, I, if I'm, like, looking at it the perspective of an ASU fan mm, right now, that's who right. do I want at the helm? I want Shaw because he'll be around for, you know, presumably a longer period what of time. What if Whittingham told you he'd sign a 10-year deal? Whittingham's the better coach. And, and see, I actually think Utah. Utah, it's just so impossible to tell what it is without Kyle Whittingham. I mean, Urban Meyer... Oh yes. Urban Meyer was at Utah before Whittingham. So so actually both coaches inherited pretty good situations. Whittingham for Meyer and then Shaw from Harbaugh. Yep. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, it's I think there's something to be said for Whittingham. He not only sustained the success, he upgraded Utah to a Pac-12 program and then even with the upgrade there were a couple of rough years and now they're, you know, They've consistently been winning the Pac-12 South, whereas David Shaw, you know, had a good run and he was able to sustain success from Harbaugh, but it's really tailed off in recent years. Yeah. And while it's harder for Stanford to get, they have to be more selective with the players. Mm-hmm. I actually think Stanford is a much more attractive school than Utah. You know, the opportunity to to say that you went to Stanford, it's a beautiful That's campus. A They've, you know, we forget about all the great football players that went through there Richard Sherman John Elway Andrew Luck Gerhardt McCaffrey, McCaffrey you know, the list Bryce could go Lovett. on Bryce <laughs> Bryce Love and then Utah you know it's it just seems like Whittingham is a way of doing things down there and when he leaves I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain success yeah without a doubt both coaches that have left a mark on their program the the eerie parallel there yes that they both took over after a very very good coach so those mm-hmm. programs probably grateful to have such sustained coach success there. Uh, let's talk basketball. You know, we're right near March. Might as well inject some basketball energy into this show. Okay. So first thing, ASU upsets UCLA. We're not going to talk about what happened versus nope. the other team. No need. No need to talk about that. But, hey, we beat UCLA. I mean, that was great. I am now 0 for 2 in court-slash-field-storming opportunities. Oh. I missed the Oregon game, and I missed this game. That's right. So... Thanks, Cronkite News, for wearing me out. Yes. Whoa, I taking to- shots. <laughs> I, uh, I, I totally would have gone to that game if I was just not absolutely super tired. All right. And, and there guessed. goes your anchoring position on Friday nights. Oh, my goodness. And it's not, it's not just Cronkite. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm no, on stream team, too. It's just too. Cronkite. No. Cool. I know you were at the game. Christina Leonard. Exciting environment. <laughs> uh, three OTs was actually awesome. Probably the greatest college basketball game I've ever been to. But I think it goes to show, I mean, ASU's got some talent on there. They just got to figure it out on a consistent basis. It kind of reminds me of the football team. It's like mm. we've got some of the guys. We can beat, you know, some quality opponents. I know UCLA lost to Arizona two days before. But still, yeah, you still beat the number three team in the nation. I don't think... 
I don't know, UC Davis could walk in and beat UCLA. And so we definitely have the guys. UC Davis. We just need, I think, more <laughs> consistency and maybe better coaching. But that's another Ooh, story. Ooh, taking shots at Bobby. All right. Um, Oregon State. And there goes your Bobby Hurley story. <laughs> oh, shoot. You're right. Wait, hold on. Don't get fired yet. Uh, I need to do a story on you for uh, Monday night at 6. I'm, uh, Bobby's no, actually. That, dude, that's in. what Cole. So. Did you tell him about the Hawaii story no, that you I were going to do? No. Tell the story. What tell was the, story. the Hawaii story I was going to do? Oh, uh, it was <laughs> Sean Iguano. So he's the, like, um, assistant coach for ASU, and he's recruiting all these, like, you know, Hawaii players, Polynesian players. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to do a Polynesian Pipeline ASU story. But I'm having a hard time doing that right now because they don't want to speak, the coaches, to the media during, like, all these sanctions and uh. things like that. It was like the day the Antonio Pierce news broke. Oh, so I'm like, man. please don't get fired or leave or whatever because I need to do this story on you, bro. <laughs> wow, that's a very, very non-selfish reason for you, Cole. That's very good. Very happy for you. Um, I also shot a Sean Iguano. He's a Hawaiian. <laughs> there we go. There it is. Um, Oregon State, they're 3-18 and after an Gosh. Elite Eight run. Uh, are they the worst team after an Elite Eight run of all time? Yes. They, they've got to be. <laughs> they have got to be. I couldn't find any hard stats, but I, I feel like they're they have cheeks, to be. bro. As I often say, we're tanking, but no one told them there's like there's no draft. There's no <laughs> <laughs> People are just like, oh, oh my goodness, are they losing on purpose right but, now? But you never know, okay? Like it doesn't matter how many games they lose in the I'm regular broken. season. Yeah, I'm broken. It doesn't matter. I'll all think- they have to do is win what five in a row in the Pac-12. Uh, conference tournament and they're in that's it very true that's what they did last year i don't even think it's five i think it's like four in a row actually oh yeah even better yeah um who wins the pac-12 this year in basketball Oof. i don't want to say you, you mean like who wins the tournament uh yeah who yeah, i mean well i think it, at this point u of a's got the the regular season part wrapped up yeah, yeah. who wins the regular season first off yeah arizona yeah Okay, made you say it twice. Sorry, Hayden. But then who who do you think could sneak in through the big dance or to the big dance mm-hmm. through the small dance? I think U of A is beatable. I mean, they're obviously, I think, on paper and just the way they've been playing, they're the best team. They're one seed right now. Oregon, I think, is sneaky. They're a team that could maybe go on a run. Maybe like USC. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. USC. Oregon. Oregon's done it before. Yeah. I, I, I think, I'm going to go with one of those two. I think my pick is Washington State. Wow. Washington State, and I know we're we're not a college basketball show, so we're not all well versed. We're not in this, the bonanza. Yeah, exactly. We're not, we're not trying to steal Nick Hodel's flow here, but uh, Washington State's won five straight games, including two straight, I believe, over ranked opponents. So that's a team to watch out for, and I think they were really high in the preseason, but then they started a little slow. But you know, it's Pac-12 basketball. Anything can happen. Anything man. can happen. Oregon State, baby. I do like that Pac-12 basketball does have the respect. It's kind of cool seeing this conference get some like momentum because on the football end, yeah, it does not feel like it's taken seriously. If you look at the ACC this year in basketball, a traditional power, it's only Duke that's ranked right now. Yeah. Pac-12 could be like a five, six bid conference. This exactly. Year. So, pretty much three guaranteed at this point with the three ranked teams, and then yeah. Oregon could slip in, Stanford, Washington State. I think Colorado's even on the bubble too. So that's seven teams right there, if they all get in. And if a non-ranked team wins the tournament, they're seven. There we go. Exactly. Perfect. Oregon State, baby. All right. That's exactly what's happening. All right. Let's do set questions seven through nine. Hayden has the lead. Comeback season. Three and a half to two. It's comeback season. In this one, this one should go at least one direction. In twenty one direction. In 2019, Joe Burrow threw for 60 touchdown passes, which broke whose record that was standing since 2006 for passing touchdowns? Easy. 
All right. We are ready for the reveal. Here we go. Three, two, one. Cole Brennan. Case Keenum. And it was Colt Brennan. That yes, one was, was hand-tailored for Colt. Yes, sir. Hayden didn't stand a chance as long as Colt was there. I thought I, there was another Hawaii quarterback after Colt Brennan who was kind of good. Was it Timmy Chang? Timmy Chang was before Colt Brennan. Okay. After Colt Brennan was, uh, we had a whole bunch of quarterbacks, but Cole McDonald was okay. pretty decent. Yeah, he was pretty yeah. good. Colt Brennan threw 58 touchdowns. I believe Keenum was up there. He was second, I think, behind Brennan. So okay. that's not a bad guess at all. And then Zap. Zappy. Broke, yeah. broke Bro- Bro- this year. Brennan. Yeah, but this was referring to 2019. Um, <laughs> so it's it's three and a half to three. Okay, true or false? In 2018, the leader in receiving yards in college football was a UMass receiver named Andy Isabella. True. True. And True. that is correct. That is correct. You, you know why? It's because it. Andy Isabella went off against Hawaii that year. He was really good. I think Hawaii still won that game, but that guy was everything. God, he's he's turned out to be not a very good NFL player. I, I couldn't remember Andy Isabella. I the, saw that name and I was like, The Who? Cardinals drafted him over DK Metcalf. We're gonna wow. just Ew. let that sink in. I completely forgot about Andy Isabella. I thought I would have remembered that name. But I think he may have been the decade um, leader as far as a single season. Budge, I have a nugget for you. Uh, Aaron Ro- Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, MVP, bro. Oh, really? Yes. He's the GOAT, baby. That's MVP number three now. MVP, uh, fifth player to win NFL MVP in consecutive seasons, joining Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Joe Montana, and Jim Brown. Yeah, greatest quarterback of all time. No no debate there. But Cooper Cup's the offensive MVP? That's weird how they do it in that. Yeah, Yeah, they usually try to avoid quarterbacks in the offense player of the year to give the other positions some some love. But uh, the score is four and a half to four now. Question number nine. There was one school who had back-to-back players in this decade that led the entire nation in rushing. Back-to-back players. Who were the players that won back-to-back? When? What was this? In this decade. Two players? One school had two players. Two, two different players. They won back-to-back rushing titles. Who were the two players? And you'll get a point per player named. I got it. I'm not going to write it down. I know it. Hayden knows well, it. He's not going to write it down. I'll, I'll write it down. I was going to say, if you don't write it down, you have to say it first for integrity's sake. That's why we have the sticky notes. You know, yep, keep us I got honest. it. Um, wait, 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 wait. I'm banking on that. I'm. What's what's the what's the question again? One school had back-to-back players. Okay. That led the nation in rushing. I got it. What are the names of the two players? Ready? You got you it. You go first. Yeah, I you go first. Bryce Love McCaffrey. That's what I have. Bryce Love McCaffrey. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. <sighs> I want you guys to think group of five, and I'm going to give you another chance to guess. Okay, group now, of now five? I'm thinking Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> group of five? I'm thinking like Gurley and Swift or something. Yeah, Melvin, <laughs> Melvin Gordon maybe and some other guy. Group of five rushing? Of you guys five? are going to be you're going to be kicking yourselves after I read these two. Oh, no, no, no. That's no, no, your no, last no, hand. No, you guys no, have 11 seconds. Uh, uh, Jay Ajayi. Uh, Boise State. Um, all right, here we go. Five. Four, Steven Lakalaka and Dory Yosef at University of Hawaii. <laughs> One. All right. Is that your final guesses? It's not Lakalaka. It's not Lakalaka, Cole. <laughs> Waka Flocka. It was. It was. <laughs> guys, you are going to literally hate yourselves. It was Rashad Penny and Donnell oh, Pumphrey. Oh, gosh. Damn. And Donnell Pumphrey. They both. Bro, One they would have destroyed off. ASU. I think it was. Yeah? I think it was uh, Penny who destroyed ASU. They yeah. murdered Hawaii, bro. Oh. All right, so we have two questions for the grand finale, but before, uh, let's, Hayden, just give us a, a preview, if you will, 
for next year's recruiting and what it's going to look like for us. All right, so not everyone. Well, yeah, everyone has at least one commit. Let's go. For oh, actually, never mind. ASU does not. So it's <laughs> <laughs> the state of the program. Yes, number one, USC, who already has three five-star commitments for next year. The Lincoln Riley effect is setting in. They've got Malachi Nelson, Zachariah Branch, and Makai Lemon. Uh, all th- all three of them are five-star commits, and those are their only three commits. So wow. as you can, yeah, they're just absolutely running laps around everybody. Oregon State is in second. Whoa! Yeah! Out of nowhere! <laughs> Let's go! In third, Oregon, four Cal, five Stanford, six Arizona, Ugh. seven mm-hmm. Utah, and eight Colorado. So the Stop teams... the count! Stop the count! <laughs> Stop, Stop the, the count. count! So ASU, Washington... Um, I don't know the other two teams. I didn't see I didn't see Cal. Wazoo on there and someone else. Utah? Yeah, Utah was on there. If, Cal. If ASU Colorado. gets sanctioned, yeah, they're on there. does that happen in this offseason? I don't know. Do I'm you think names out if ASU gets sanctioned, do you think that happens in this offseason? It may. Um, there's, may no, there's no way to know. We may receive a bull ban. That would be No! Yeah. I think that's that's got to be expected. I, I What I think will happen is ASU will probably self-impose the bull ban so that it doesn't come from the NCAA, and just some of the moves they've but been making. But then unimpose it right when bowl season gets here, and then go to a bowl game. Let's no. go. That's yeah, I, if I had to guess, I would say the bowl ban will be not next year, but the year after. And that's kind of when things will well, that'd be good. hit the fan. That'd be good. At least we get, you know, our Why would you self-impose? Why wouldn't you just wait until the NCAA does their thing? USC, Ole Miss, they both got two-year bowl bans, and I think the... The scholarship loss was a lot greater, so if you just oh, that's fair. comply, generally I think it's a little bit better, Agreed. but who knows. That's a good point. All right, here we go. We got questions 10 and 11. Four and a half points to four is the score right now for you two. Come on, man. This one is worth two points, and you guys get wow. un- you guys get unlimited rapid-fire guesses on this one. Okay. That's how confident I am. No one will no, get this no one paper. right. Okay. All no paper. Right. Who was the only receiver to eclipse 25 receiving touchdowns in the last decade? I don't think either one of you will get Jackson, this. Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Incorrect. Jamar Chase. Uh, nope. Not Drake London. Nope. Um, Devontae Smith. Nope. Devontae Adams. Nope. Um, Tyrese Chambers. Nope. Although, very niche. That's good. Yep. Right Right. train of thought. Tyreek Hill. No. <laughs> I'm thinking NFL guys. Uh, <laughs> um, it's a two-pointer. It's hard. Wide, it's hard. Wait, hold on. It's a two-pointer. Receiver. Would it, it help if I said they were in the Big 12? They're in the Big 12. A quarterback that started an NFL game, started many a NFL quarterbacks? games. Quarterbacks? A wide receiver. Threw to this person. No, no, no. Oh, they were okay. on the receiving end from a quarterback. It's not Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. Nope. Is his last back. name Washington? Nope. Um, they played for a team not from Virginia, but from West Virginia. That guy. The, the white guy. No, I'm thinking of... <laughs> No. Tavon Austin? <laughs> nope, not Tavon no, Austin. No, I Geno Smith? I don't think you guys are getting <laughs> Wait, it. Wait, once. Let me. We can't go to Google. This was a West Virginia receiver, Stedman Bailey. No, yeah. that had, wasn't gonna be it. He had 25 receiving touchdowns. But here we go. Are you guys ready? Who First person guy? to call out this name wins this point, though. Okay. What was the quarterback that was throwing Stedman Bailey? Geno Smith. 
That is correct. It is Geno Smith for one point. Colt got it. Cool. It was in 2012. It was when that West Virginia team was like top 10, top 5. They had Tavon then, right? Mm. Yeah. I think he was a little before Geno. Yeah, maybe. Um, and now here we go. Bonus, fun time. bonus question. Here we go. Number 11. Colt leads it 5 to 4.5. What season, in what season, what year, did Hawaii and Arizona State combine for the most wins? 2007. 2006. Well, write it down. Write it down. In the deck. Sorry. In in this last decade. So both of those years don't count. Oh. 2011 to 2021. In what season did Hawaii and Arizona State? Okay, I also have to think when Hawaii was a complete dookie. Yeah, uh, you guys might have to collab on this one to remember what years you guys were good. Uh, bad. Yeah, because I mean, there's been some. I don't know about Hawaii. Man, and I don't know everything about ASU right I mean, now. To, to, just, <laughs> to, just to add a little bit of chaos, no, 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 no. you guys have to remember the Norm Chow era was really bad at Hawaii at a certain point. It was point. very bad. I Can I just say it? Oh, wait, wait, Are you guys ready? Wait, 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 hold on. Let me, let me think about it. From 2011 to 2021. If you guys both get it wrong, I'll give you another chance. Okay, wait. I'm going to go with... Although we got to wrap up after this. I don't even know if the show after us is here. Okay, I'm going to go. I got my... Uh, me too. Okay, are you guys ready? Yep. Three, two, one. 2019. 2019. And you both got it. Let's go. So let's well, say it was not really. Let's it, go. It was one. worth a point and a half for Hayden. It's a tie. Oh. We're gonna cool. have to settle it next week. We, it's a tie. I called it a tie. Great he job, got an extra guys. Half let's go. A point. The only reason he gets an extra half a point is <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to twist this. I have no idea how you can twist. I've been on Pacific point of view since we did cheerleader power. No, rankings. you know what? Wait, let's bring back cheerleader power rankings. You know can what? Honestly, that? I'll give it to Hayden. I'll give it. Or I'll give it to Cole. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's go. What is this show? I mean, I'll give it to Cole. Cole gets it because right. he did win by half point. Okay. But th that's, that's just fair. it's one nothing. Can I we can bring see. back cheerleader power rankings? Uh, no. Uh, that was <laughs> what about a, cheerleader a, personality power rankings? <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch it. Watch it, kid. All right. Uh, Hawaii went 10-5 and five that year. Arizona State went 8-5. and five. But, yeah, that's pretty much all we got, guys. Congratulations, Colt. Uh, Thank you. Taking a one nothing lead in the series. Uh, I appreciate it. it what did Hawaii best, go that year? It's a best of three. 10-5. and five. Oh, let's go. That was the Rolovich year. And then we lost the stadium after that, that season. That's very true. Thank you for that sad yep, note, Yeah, I always have to end it on that. Uh, <laughs> All right, are we are we all done here, boys? I'm Colt Almodova. <laughs> I'm Tyler Budge. I'm Hayden Weber. And I'm Colt Almodova. You can't say it twice. <laughs> and with that, we wave goodbye. <laughs>